This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face, the podcast. I am your host, Melinda. And I'm Julie. And we are here today to talk about some shit. Yeah, a lot of shit. (laughs) So much shit. It's not even funny. But I do want to let you guys know that this might be a little bit kind of a different podcast because Julie and I are looking at each other for the first time. Aw, and what a beautiful face. We're still across the country, but um, (laughs) we decided that we were going to video chat so we could see each other's facial expressions and Mm -hmm. maybe give a signal if we needed to. But I did want (laughs) to let everybody know that uh, without any planning ahead, we are literally matching from head to toe right now. (laughs) From hairstyles to shirt to what, what kind of shorts are you wearing? Oh, purple shorts. Okay, I'm wearing black shorts, but still. Yeah. Um, so I think it's pretty exciting. I've been waiting to see this beautiful woman's face. Aw, you are a beautiful sight to see, my darling. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, the first thing that we're going to do is talk about the new season of 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. It's season two, episode one, and I think it's called Home is Where the Heart Is? Sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right, that's what it is. I believe you. Okay, good, good. (laughs) And if we're wrong, you guys can remind us and, yeah. Oh, well, whatever. If anybody actually cares that much, let us know. (laughs) Let us know, please. I want to know whose day is made or broken by the title (laughs) of this episode. That's so funny. Yeah, so um, I was supposed to leave this episode and take notes and I just, like... (laughs) I guess I just suck at life and I didn't do it. I actually think I only watched the first half of the show because for some reason it didn't show up in my DVR. It only showed up as like an on-demand video and it said it was a sneak peek. So I don't know what the hell happened. Well, I watched both hours of the show and I definitely enjoyed it a lot. But Julie and I have been talking and we want to hear what your opinion is, but we're kind of bored just doing recaps. Like we would rather just have conversations about how we feel about the cast members or like something crazy that happened. So let us know if you want us to recap the show and we will because we are uh, thirsty bitches. Well, I mean, there's so many great (laughs) podcasts out there that do really good in-depth recaps where they research things and learn about the cast and everything. And I honestly think that we would just enjoy it more if we just did an overview versus an in-depth, like, step-by-step recap. Well, and and that is definitely true because I really love and respect um, the other podcasters there. And I don't want to lose, like, any kind of... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like rapport that we don't even have with them, but if we could one day have rapport with them. <laughs> but like we're we're huge fans of, you know, uh, Pink Shade and 90 Day Gaze and Reality TV and uh, 90 Day Cray Cray. Am I forgetting somebody? I, feel I, like want, my I want my podcast. I want my podcast. Oh my God. You should have said that first. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out 
special shout out to 90 Day Fiance I Want My Podcast with Jenna and Miguel who brought us together. I'm yes. fired. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they all do such a great job just going in depth and doing a step-by-step walkthrough, recap, research, all that. And, you know, we're both listening to so many of those shows that it just feels like a little bit much for us to do the same thing. It feels very repetitive, so. and I don't want to rip off anybody's jokes, but, you know, like, I, I do really enjoy listening to those podcasts, and it also reminds me of things that I maybe didn't see even when I was taking notes, because I usually watch the episode two to three times, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I'm distractible. I have two kids. <laughs> I have ADD. Well, I and we have so many fun ideas of different things that we yeah. could do. I mean, we're just constantly texting each other ideas and funny things, and we really want to really pour out the content for you guys and give you something a little bit different than whatever else is out there. Even though what's out there is awesome, but we have a little bit of different ideas. We would also perhaps in the future like to recap varying other shows um, maybe even documentaries, stuff like that. Just yeah. kind of we don't want to feel into. stuck in a rut. Yeah, of like we can only do ninety day fiance uh, fiance podcast. We don't want to pigeonhole ourselves, and we don't want right. to pigeonhole our listeners. We want to be able to say, "Hey guys, what do you want us to talk about?" And yeah. we'll talk about it. We were just talking about um, Vanderpump Rules. She, Julie said, "Hey, do you watch Vanderpump Rules?" And I'm like, "Uh, no. Do you?" And she's like, "No." And I'm like, "Well." I will if somebody wants me to watch it. Like, I'll give you my opinion. You may not like it. But, yeah, uh, you know, here at Rusting Bitch Face, like, we're just sarcastic bitches who want to have a good time and be friends with our audience. Yeah. I think that what is really unique about a podcast is when I'm listening to some of my favorite podcasts, like Jenna and Miguel, which I can't even say them anymore because I did actually meet them in person and they are my (laughs) real-life friends, but, like... When I listen to, you know, Maddie and Jake over at 90 Day Gays, like, I feel like they're my buddies. And, like, I mm-hmm. find myself, like, I want to text them when something weird happens. And thank God for the sissy squad. But, like, or reality TV with Jody, I want to say, hey, or Amanda over at I Love to Hate Teen Mom. Like, yeah, I, I feel like they're my friends. And I we want to be those friends for you. And we want to mm-hmm. be approachable. And we want to create a podcast full of content that you guys want. Yeah. And we also want to say thank you. We have a handful of new followers on Instagram. We have a bunch of people that have joined our Facebook group. We really are excited to start building a community of fellow RBF ladies (laughs) and uh, just kind of get to know each other. Oh, yeah. yeah, Of course. Of course. Or our third gender. We don't really we don't really care. Aliens. Whoever you are. Koala bears. Whatever. (laughs) Whoever you are, whoever you identify as, whatever you want to do, we just want you to be part of what we're doing, and we want to make friends all over the place and just really have fun with this. And I do want to say a special thank you. We got two new reviews in the last week. So please, everybody, shout out to uh, L.E. Maitland and... Of course, now I can't get the other one to load. <laughs> Second Ho. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, it was a great name. So thank you to Second <laughs> Ho and Ellie Maitland for giving us five-star reviews. Um, snaps to you guys, because you're yeah. awesome. Thank you, bitches. You bitches rock. Yeah. Keep so those let's... reviews coming. Yes, please do. So let's get started on this uh, review. 
of the new season. Yeah, you know I like to ramble. <laughs> <laughs> Too much personal stuff. Oh, God. Get to the all show. The personal stuff. Thanks to that one star <laughs> review. I appreciate you. Um, okay, so the first couple that we met is Brittany who lives in Florida, and Yazin, who lives in Jordan. And I'm pretty sure that one of the 90 Day podcast reviewers kept calling somebody from the last season of The Other Way Yazin. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that's really funny. It was like they conjured this man into being. Yeah. So Brittany is 26. They're a good-looking couple. They're a really acute couple. Um, Brittany, my first impression is that she reminds me of a... a combination of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, like if they had a baby together. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but she's funny, like a she's, lot less dirty, I think. She, yeah, <laughs> less nasty. <laughs> she she's had many jobs apparently. Um, she's a seven layer cake, according oh to herself. God. Uh, she's a model and a a marketing tour guide. Um, she's a sugar baby. I don't baby, know what that's called. Yeah, what it no. is. Her claim to fame is she's a sugar baby, but she says that her favorite (laughs) career is being a rapper. But um, she went into detail about how she had been in some kind of, like, abusive relationship. And so she decided that she needed to date older men. And when the producers asked her how old, she said, well, they need to be, like, 40 or 50. She's 26. The oldest guy she's dated is apparently 84, 85. That is fucking disgusting. And then she went into detail about um, how apparently all these old men love her braces, which, which gives me, like, really disgusting. creepy pedo vibes. And that was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't even think she got that. I don't even think she caught what it means when they like that. I think she did. She had that look in her eyes. She, she knows how to play the game. Ugh. Which, I mean, more power to her. Honestly, if she's cool and she's consenting, like, get your paper, girl. Yeah, I'm not going to be as nice about it. I think it's gross. <laughs> I like, mean, that's my personal opinion. But like I said, like two consenting 80-something. 80-something like and 20-something? That's disgusting. I mean, it didn't... She's obviously not making a whole bunch of money because she still lives in an apartment with her dad. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting how her dad just had that, like, smile plastered on his face. She's like, I'm moving to Jordan and I know nothing about nothing and... It'll no, be okay. she was like, like, oh, yeah, BT dubs. I'm moving to Jordan next week. <laughs> and her, and oh, then, I'd be so I love pissed. that she was aware enough to be like, my, yeah, my dad smiles through any situation, but I know he's dying on the inside right now. I'm like, and you're cool with that. Like, you you knew that that's what was going to happen. And you just were like, oh, yeah, by the way, ha-ha. Um, well, she and- was av- avoiding the emotional aspect of it, too, because she didn't yeah. want to deal with him coming to her and trying to convince her not to go and so she just didn't tell him till last minute yeah i am gonna call her out though because she pulled a stephanie from Uh-oh. last season of before the fucking shit hit the fan um <laughs> she did it on camera which i don't think is fair like that's not cool mm-hmm. like i would be so pissed off if my family yeah. just sprang something on me that was, like, huge. I'm a pretty accepting person. Unless you tell me, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I murdered my husband last night. I'm probably just going to be like, well, if that makes you happy. Like, if you think that's a wise decision, then go for it. I'd probably just say, well, what did he do? 
I probably just asked, did he deserve it? What did he do? (laughs) Exactly. Like, well, tell me the circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so I thought in that instance... Knock it off. Maybe, just maybe, she had already told her dad and he's just a really bad actor. And that's why he was smiling so much when they were when they were filming. I thought that might have been a possibility. But I no, don't know. For sure. It probably was. I just like I felt bad for him because that's his baby girl. She tells us that her mom dipped out when she was a kid and so he raised her by herself or by himself. And he it's very obvious that he loves his baby girl. Yeah. And as far as we can tell, she's the only kid that lives there. She did mention that she met Yasin through um her sister and his sister because her sister lives in Chicago and his sister lived in the apartment above them and See she... that's pretty interesting. I know. I'm like, okay, so you had like a you just walked into their house and she was Skyping with her brother and it was love at first sight, which I think is kind of cute. At least yeah. it's not a dating site. Like it's always refreshing to me when it's not a dating site. Yeah, when it's a real connection mm-hmm. with human beings. Yeah, I thought that was really cool and you know, she's been to Jordan before. She spent some time out there with him. They do look really cute together. I just think this is going to be a 1,000% shit show. This girl has no idea what she's in for. She thinks she's going to go out there and be, like, rapping in front of luxury cars and, like, dressing like a hoe bag. Like, what is what is she thinking? Yeah, and then we obviously, we've seen the, the previews for the season and that she's, like, having a breakdown. But I, I think it's also, you know... It's very telling to me that anytime he tries to talk about his religion, which is obviously very important, I have yet to meet somebody who was Muslim who didn't find their religion to be extremely important. And, and unfortunately for her, you know, the Muslim culture is a lot more than just like where you go to church on Sunday. Like it's it's a way of life. And yeah. And she just kind of blows him off every time he brings it up and, like, tells him he's cute. And I'm like, yeah, you can't do that in person, though. I mean, she seems so much younger than she is. She really does seem very immature. I know she's 26, but she seems like 16, honestly. No, she really does. And mm-hmm. I think that's partially because she's been, a, like, a sugar baby to these super old guys who want her to act like a child. Yep. Which, hmm problematic as shit she's gonna have like a real real rough like brush with reality she just has no idea what's coming it's gonna be very interesting to watch i'm definitely looking forward to their storyline i also want to address does he give you some some gay vibes maybe maybe i'm i don't know but so I think he could give me some gay vibes, but I also had kind of noticed, like when I when I initially thought, hmm, he might be gay, I started thinking back to the other Muslim 90 Day Fiance people that we've had on all of the seasons, and and in several cases, the the foreign fiance in question has been the oldest child, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if that kind of like repressed vibe comes from being responsible in a way for a lot of your family because they kind of take on an authoritative role and a you know a a role where they have to provide for their family and I'm wondering if that's what it's actually stemming off of Mm -hmm. like they're probably 
they're mentally so much older than they are and so like they feel like they can't have fun and they can't just like be themselves because they have to be this certain mold like he said he has a bachelor's degree or just like the the difference between like uh usman not wanting to be involved in lisa's drama um, I, I think he just, like, they have a tougher life over there, and he knows that, like, whatever she's bitching about is, doesn't matter. So, yeah. I think that maybe that has something to do with it also. Dread thing. Um, but Dread. I, I do want to, to bring to light the craziest thing to me was that she reveals that she's still married. What the hell? What? Did she actually say it, or did she just allude that she had a secret, and we she told, just figured it out? Because I, like, she, missed where she actually said it. She told the attorney, um, she met with her attorney, and she <laughs> told him when, that I didn't even remember her meeting with an attorney, and I watched both hours, and I was sober. <laughs> I was sober. <laughs> there have been many nights where I watched it drunk. But... Well, I guess, I guess she's, like, married legally and she married really young and then um within like a couple months he was deported and so she hasn't seen him since then and i guess she's still legally married so the the attorney's like Dread, come on do you think maybe you should tell him about this and she and she's like confused as to why <laughs> like i i just don't understand how she thinks she's gonna move out there and like get married right away when she's still legally married she here. doesn't want to get married right away, though. He wants to get married right away, and she's okay. like, oh, yeah, he thinks that we're going to get married right away, and I keep telling him I'm not ready, but really it's because I have a secret. It's like okay, it's so like that's the what, first so, season okay. of The Other Way all over again. Everybody's got a fucking secret. Like, <laughs> I can't handle it when I have, like, a secret. Like, I have to tell a thousand people. Like, I, I can't emotionally keep anything inside of me. Like, even when I buy somebody a present... I just bought you a present. I want to tell you what it is. <laughs> That's how I feel because I got you like a tiny little gift and I'm like, oh, it's going to be there on Saturday. And then I'm like, oh, it's one day closer. <laughs> I know. And I went to the mailbox today and I was like, no, she said it was going to be there Saturday. But I'm so really excited. But I mean, I like, it's really funny because in this day and age, it's so different than it was for like our parents or even just as kids. Like 90% 95 probably percent of my friends live in other states mm-hmm. and I would say of that percentage at least 35 percent of them I've never met in person <laughs> which is really funny because I mean there's yeah. you there's all the girls from when I um admin sounds like MLM but okay there's <laughs> girls from my due date groups with my kids like and yeah. so, like, anytime I send anybody a gift, because gift giving is totally my love language. Yeah. Um, like, I have to wait, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> I sent my my best friend Boobs a um a a gift that I had seen on Shark Tank called the Comfy. Have you seen? One oh of yes, yes. I, I asked s- for one for Christmas, and I didn't oh, get well, one. Julie noted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I sent her a Comfy, and then she had to turn around and buy Comfies for her kids. <laughs> Oh, how cute. Because I kept trying to steal hers. And they have little, like, ear things on the oh, hood. Oh, how cute. So they all have matching comfies now. How did uh, we get here, though? What? From Brittany and What's-His-Face. Oh, because um, <laughs> there, was a, there was a skipping stone there. She. Oh, because she's married? Right. Everybody has a secret. 
gift yeah. giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. And we're back yeah. on track. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's going to be fun to watch that unfold. Um, the next couple, Kenneth and Armando. I am in love. So I, I talked know. to a couple of members of the Sissy Squad because Julie and I try not to talk about um, any of the shows that we're watching until we record because we want things to be authentic. Yep. Uh, I can't tell you how many times we go... Oh my god, I have to tell you something. And the other one would be like, no, save it for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I did, however, text her during the tell-all because we decided that we weren't sure if we actually cared enough to recap the tell-all because it's forever long. But uh, I just want to say one thing about the tell-all and my whole takeaway is that Ash needs to stop saying actually every other (laughs) fucking word because (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Get a thesaurus. Like, come the on. The towel just reminded me of, like, when you're watching one of the news channels and they've got, like, a person in each corner and everybody's yes. yelling at each other and talking over each other. And, like, I, I, I just didn't really pay half. I didn't really pay attention because I don't like that shit. Thankfully, um, we had a tropical storm that cut out a lot of the recording from the first half. And <sighs> then I watched the second half, which was pretty eventful the whole time. So, like, I, I enjoyed the second half. But anyway, back to Anyways. Kenneth and Armando. I text a couple of my friends from 90 Day Gay's Sissy Squad uh-huh. because I had to talk about it with somebody. <laughs> um, and I was just like, listen, I really love Kenneth and Armando. Oh, yeah. And if they turn out to be shit, I'm going to cry my eyes out. Like, I am yeah. genuinely going to be so upset if they turn out to be terrible they are the cutest little couple. Kenneth is in his 50s, and he looks like he's 20. He's 57, and he legitimately does not look a day over 37. No. Like, he is yeah. so cute. Mm-hmm. And he has four kids. Triplets! This, this man tells us that, like, he grew up in a super conservative Catholic family and then moved to Florida, because and he... Wasn't sure why he always felt different, but mm-hmm. he went to a gay club and that answered all of his questions. Yep. And so then he's like, you know what? I just really want kids. And he he didn't want to, like, get into a relationship with a female that would be fake. And IVF back in the 80s was not like it is now. And they would not give IVF to, you know, gay men. And so he had to, like, find this woman who was his friend, and she said she'd give him kids. And so they had to pretend to be married, and she bore a son for him. And then a couple years later, they tried again, and he had triplet girls. So, to recap, a gay man raised four children pretty close together, and three of them were girls. God bless his soul, because I have two girls, and I want to poke my eye out with a blow poke. I can't imagine. And all those kids are beautiful. I thought there was, like, two boys for some reason, but is it just the one boy and then triplet girls? Yes. Uh, I oh, think wow. the other boy that we saw in the video was one of the triplets' husbands. Ah, gotcha. Um, okay. And his son was super hot. <clears throat> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna throw that out there. He was super, super hot. And his triplet girls, like you said, were all beautiful. They were obviously not identical, but they all looked similar, obviously. Um, yeah. But, and one of them has a son, Yes. And she's a single parent, and he is so close with his grandson. Yeah. And then they took him to the little botanical garden, and we're talking about him leaving, and the daughter started crying, and then he started crying, and I started crying. (laughs) Because 
something that he was like so upset about leaving them but like he also has to live his life and thankfully i mean he lives in in south florida and like mexico is not that far but i i feel for him because i think you know he he reminded me a lot of my mom where like she wants to be close to her grandkids and she loves being with her grandkids my kids spent the night with her last night and she posted on facebook and was like this is my favorite night of the week oh she keeps them on wednesday so we can go play trivia and it's just like sweet you know like she uh recently lost her job and she's having to toy around with taking some like travel positions and on the one hand, like, she's single, and she could travel, and, yeah. you know, she used to like traveling for her job, and, but at the same time, like, she, she doesn't want to leave, so she wants to live her life and live her truth, and so, like, I feel for him. Mm-hmm. Like, his kids are grown, but also he has a yeah. grandchild, and so it's like, I just, I felt so bad for him, because he feels like he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Well, and the reason then that we he meet has Armando. Yeah, the reason he has to move is because Armando, his boyfriend, uh, is he's 26 and he has a daughter. And he is a baby angel. Yeah. Is he 26 so, or 36? 26. I thought he was in his 30s. Okay, I believe you. No, 26. So there's a, a pretty big age gap there. Um, and, you know, obviously he, he has a younger daughter, so he can't leave her behind. So that's yeah, why... Six. Yep, so that is why um, Kenneth is going to be moving to Mexico to be with Armando. Now, I don't remember... Oh, they met in a single dad's group on, like, uh, social media, right? Can we just Facebook talk or about... He's 31. I don't believe you. Huh? I just looked at the article you sent me. He's 31. I don't know where I got 20... Oh! You're thinking what, of Brittany. 26-year uh, age difference. Okay. Okay. Can we so, just talk 31. about his tragic backstory? Yes. Oh my god. This poor man lives in a very small town in Mexico and they're very, you know, religious, obviously. Most Mexican uh, families are Catholic and very religious and very, you know, by the book. Mm-hmm. And so he knew he was gay from a young age, but he just kind of tried to ignore it. And so he married his best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a beautiful baby girl and he eventually came out to his wife and she in turn, um, called his family over and basically outed him to his family. And so then they didn't take it well, obviously. Um, but they, they were going to stay together for the time being to raise his daughter. And then she died. The mom died, not the daughter. The his his wife tragically died in a horrible car accident. She like died on the scene, and he was heartbroken because Aww. even though he was gay, like that was still his best friend. And so now, well, he's and I a bet he had dad. a lot of guilt. He did, and I'm just like you could see it on his face. I mean, this poor yeah. man has been tortured, mm-hmm. and it, and he just feels like you know I can't even. I can't even talk to my family about it because they basically just ignored the fact that he said he was gay. He owns, he owns his own business. He owns a dog hotel and like grooming. And he just was so sweet with his little animals and like it's on his family's property. And he was clearly so happy and his business looked like it was booming despite them living in like a really rural area. Yeah. Um, But in order to live his truth, he has to move away like four hours away. Right. Yeah, I think so. With with Kenneth and his daughter, and his family is not going to take it well. He finally told his sister, 
um, which I don't know if you saw because it was in the second mm-hmm. hour. They were she was she owns like a like a snow cone candy stand Ooh. type thing. Um, and so he went. To I see love her a snow there. cone. I, I love a snow cone too. Have you ever had a New Orleans snowball? No. Oh, they're so yummy. They're they're like finer shaved than a snow cone. They're really yummy. Yeah. Uh, when you good. come down to visit me, I'll take you to get one because we're only three Yay. hours from New Orleans, so we have a lot of Cajun culture here. Yeah. Um, but he talked to his sister and he was just like, listen, like I'm moving, I'm going to be with Kenneth. And she was just like, you know, it's really hard for me to accept, but I love you. And it was a really sweet moment. So at least he kind of has an ally in his corner. Yeah. But I mean, he's obviously very nervous because not only is he leaving everything he knows and his business, he's taking his daughter away and she's in school. So, I mean, it's not like she's too little to remember. Like she's, yeah, she's six. Yeah. And it looked like she was in a private school. She wore I can't a wait to watch their story unfold. I think they are so sweet. They are the answer to the disaster that was Erica and Stephanie. Oh, God, yes. Like, I need yeah. a refreshing love story. I need them to work. Yeah. If they don't work, I will throw something at my television. No, you won't. I will. Mm-mm. I will be so upset. I will cry. I will legitimately cry. If one of them turns out to be garbage... I will cry. I don't see that happening. I mean, I hope not. Yeah. But, I hope not. ooh, if they turn out to be garbage, I'm going to be so upset. Uh, you know who does seem like garbage? Ariella and Binion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't like her, I but I just don't. I don't. What is it? Why don't we like her? Because she's like a highway vagabond. She's just like, oh, yeah, I is went that? to fucking wherever the fuck, Guatemala or some shit. With her mom when she was 17. She's like, I loved it so much I told her I wasn't coming home. And I didn't. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure that's how that happened. I'm sure your mom was just like, okay, bye, see you later. No. <laughs> she's so, she's like, yeah, so I came home and I got married to this dude that I met in some other country in South America. And I'm not saying they're all the same. I just don't remember which one and I don't care because it's not relevant to where she is now. <laughs> so they were married for seven years. They were together for five. They were separated for two. And they just recently, I guess, got divorced. Um, and so she decided that she wanted to keep traveling. She loves to travel. She's a free spirit, if you will. <laughs> She's First like, of all, who the fuck doesn't like to travel? I mean, I guarantee you her favorite book is Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> anyway. So she goes to and Ethiopia. I'm sure, I bet she has her tape. Tap- I bet she has a tattoo of a feather, and, also and then some the, uh, arrows and a compass. No, the um, the like, ohm oh, the infinity symbol. sign. No, 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 the ohm symbol, the one that's like a three with like a dot. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, she definitely has an ohm symbol. I'm sure she. I'm gonna say yoga. I'm gonna say a feather, and then like a compass with arrows, or when they have that little tiny plane on their wrist. Oh yeah, yeah she totally does. She has some yeah. stupid tattoos. For sure. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, so I wanted to travel again. I saw that tickets to Ethiopia were cheap. So it's like, hmm, shrug, might as well go there. And so she met Biniam in a dance club, which is fine. Whatever. Um, and so she, it was like, she said, I just saw him and immediately was like, oh my gosh, I have to have him. So she yelled out, hey, don't I know you from somewhere? And it worked. Of course it worked. She's a woman who wants to fuck him. 
she Why wouldn't it work? Whatever. So Now, if it was a guy saying that to a girl, I'd be surprised if it worked. But I'm not surprised that it worked on him. Whatever. So he's like an MMA fighter and a model and, I don't know, like a masseuse or some shit. He has many jobs. There's just a lot of uh, video clips of him, like, doing handstands and shit. Which, I mean, he seems like a fine-ish person. So after three months, she gets pregnant. And she's like, well, shit. And so she was afraid of the prenatal care that she was going to get in Ethiopia. So she went back home. But... She's going to go back to Ethiopia to have the child because Biniam won't be able to be there. Now, here's where I got some tea today. Okay. So, huge shout out to Jody from Reality TV Pod because she's the one that posted it. But apparently, this is something of a habit for Mr. Biniam, who they... Did they say that they call him Baby or Bunny? I think it was Baby. Okay. All right. And I ain't calling like, you fucking baby. I'm like, I'm not calling him baby. Bye. Felicia. <laughs> so, of course, now I can't find the link. But she posted, and basically, back in 2016, uh, he all got another American girl pregnant. <laughs> and his shit was denied. And so... She went back to America to have prenatal care, and at a routine appointment, like ultrasound, they found out that the baby was going to have gastro gastroschisis, which basically means that the baby's intestines are outside of the body. I cannot imagine. Now, I have a friend that has gastroschisis, and he's okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it was really interesting, but... Anyway, so they petitioned to have him come to America when the baby was born, and it was denied. And so then they did what anybody from Kentucky or Iowa or whatever one of those fucking states would do, and they called their local uh, senator and representative. (laughs) And And according to the article, which now, of course, I cannot find... The representative said, I will get on this immediately, and sent a letter, and it was still denied, and so then it had to go up the chain, and so the hospital sent a letter saying, like, uh, like, it's detrimental to the mother and the child if he's not there for the birth of the baby, um, and so after, like, a bunch of gas back and forth, they were able to get him over there and so he was there in time to see the baby and then they got married. I just found the article. Okay. Sorry, I was like rambling cuz I was trying to find it. So So then they got married and then didn't she divorce him or I guess. So it took 3 months to get him over there, but he was able to get over there eventually. Apparently this girl had moved to Ethiopia in 2014 to work with impoverished kids and that's when she met him also at a dance club Mm -hmm. uh which is interesting he's like another jay yeah exactly except getting girls pregnant yeah that's a lot so they got married in 2016 in a traditional ethiopian ceremony and then 
they finally got him over uh, before the baby was born. So he was able to be there because there was a good chance that the baby wouldn't survive, um, which he did. His name is Simon. It was Iowa. I was right. And so, yeah. So he, I guess he has an ex-wife. and But she still moved back to Ethiopia. Even after all this with the, like, medical shit. I think he just couldn't get to... There's a reason they weren't letting him into America. Well, it's because Ethiopia is a third world country. Um, I don't... Which, I mean, like, even the senator was like, yeah, basically it was like insta-denial because it had, you know, he's in a third world country. And so what they had to end up doing was not like a spousal visa or a K-1 visa. They had to get him over there on... Um, I'm trying to find it again. Humanitarian parole. Which is not often given. <laughs> Alright. I'm like, so, okay. Uh, it, they did not say how long that typically lasts. So, I don't know if... Her name is Bria. I don't know if Bria and Simon are still in Ethiopia. Um, I, but I do feel badly for them. I was gonna say that it just seems like this guy really wants to get to America. Um, so... I don't know. He seems to keep having babies with these girls that he's meeting in the club and then, you know, having some kind of a fling, but making sure that he gets them pregnant. I think he's really just hoping that one of these times, you know, that everything will loosen up a little bit for the U.S. and then he'll be able to get in to America. But that's just my opinion on that. I could very well be wrong. It always is strange to me when we watch The Other Way and it's like, what is in it for these people in the other country? What's in it for them if they're not going to be coming to America? So that's always a little strange for me. Yeah, but it always sends up some, some interesting flags. I wouldn't even call them red flags. I don't know. Maybe they're like purple flags. It does give me... Like, better vibes, honestly, when they're not so interested in getting to America. It makes me think that maybe their relationship is more genuine. Yeah, could be. But then I'm so, like, I don't know. There's just... just saying that because <laughs> they don't want to come off, like, America thirsty. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's something about this girl that I don't like, and I don't really know anything about her yet. So we will see how that unfolds. Um, And then, uh, you know, the, the sweetest couple... On the planet, Jenny and Sumit. <laughs> Jenny is 61, almost 62, she tells us. And Sumit is 32. He's in India. She's in Palm Springs, California. Since last season, she came home. And, you know, she lost everything after finding out that Sumit was married. She had to come back from India and is, like, sleeping on her daughter's couch for the last five months, has no job, no income. She's lost everything. And that really kind of pisses me off about Samit. Like, I think that his intention was, I think he was hoping to get the wife situation figured out before those, that time frame was up that he and Jenny had to get married. For sure. And I think he probably just, like, procrastinated and then it just took longer than he expected well and i think he chickened out which i mean i'm not yeah, even like too. saying that in a mean way like i would have probably 
chickened out several times too because like oh yeah indian culture is intense oh yeah yeah and yeah i mean just from the little bit that i've talked about uh with my friend millie who's from india like it's very oppressive and so for him to even like make these decisions was a big deal and so i wasn't on tv yeah like honestly like i think it was in his favor to put it on tv because then it kind of held him accountable yeah um, I was really impressed to see that he actually did get the father-in-law to commit to, um, letting them out of the marriage, essentially, which sounds so crazy to me, but, mm-hmm. you know, but holy shit, he has to pay them $20,000 to get divorced. Not even, like, in lawyer fees, just, like, holy shit, I have to pay my father-in-law twenty grand to let him, let me, like, not live with his daughter anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Woo. pretty crazy, especially because it wasn't his his decision in the first place. So it really sucks. And I can understand why Jenny is a little bit nervous about the situation. Yeah. She's I mean, she is not going back over there until he can prove that they're like divorced and it's finalized. And well, I mean, shit, like she gave up everything. She gave up yeah. her social security. She gave up her house. She gave up most of her belongings. Like mm-hmm. she left her grandkids to just be like shit on and then come back to have nothing right and so my favorite part of this whole thing was when she met with her financial advisor (laughs) did you see that part no but i i remember remember him him last time so he reminds me of like a baptist preacher yeah just in like his his tone and in his appearance so when she comes back and she's like so hey I'm back in America. Mm, turns out my fiance was still married. Whoopsie. And so he's wow. like, oh, okay, so you're back here now. And she's like, no, no, I'm going back. And he was just like, oh. With what? And so she hands him this piece of paper and she's like, so I need to know about my retirement. <laughs> and like, she already had it all figured out. So like, I don't know if they just needed content in America or what. I don't know. Like, I thought she took care of all that before she went the first time. Like, all the scenes that we had with Jenny were basically, like, she lives on her uh, daughter and uh, daughter-in-law's sofa. Like, Mm -hmm. their pull-out couch. And then they go to, like, Planet Fitness for a kickboxing class or some shit where, like, she couldn't keep up. Which, bless her, for even trying. Well, and then then she's, like, doing the video chat with some meat. And and then she, I think uh, she wants his parents to get on the video chat with her. I was yeah, like, why would you like, think that they would do that? Yeah, his parents, he's like, yeah, my parents are never going to accept you, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I and I feel for him, because I really, truly do believe, with a, without an ounce of hesitation, that he loves Jenny. I think he oh, made some yeah. mistakes, but, like, I truly believe that they love each other. I don't think oh, it's for ratings. Oh, 100%. Like, he put his life, literally, on the line by you know getting found out like they i mean he also okay put her like, life on the line people. that's what i don't yeah like. no that's not cool the fact that they're showing up like that sounds terrifying oh i would have been like pissing myself in a corner oh if, like, yeah that had happened because i mean it's they still do honor killings in india mm-hmm. like holy shit yeah like, he he really put her in cool danger put that does that not make position. me happy it really does upset me that he put her in so much danger it's really not okay, but you know, like, at least it didn't turn out to be terrible. 
I think it's still going to be really difficult for Jenny, and I'm not 100% certain that it's going to work out. Because if she moves to India and his parents still, like, just refuse to even acknowledge she exists, like, that's a hard existence. Well, but I think it's not like his parents are going to have a good relationship with him and then not have a relationship with Jenny. But I don't think think they'll let him go either. I think that he's going to be disowned by his family. Yeah. It's like a no-win situation. And all I can hope is that their love is strong enough to withstand that. Yep. Because, I mean, even feeling oppressed by his family, it was obvious that he was still extremely close with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I got this question because I never hear anybody talk about it. But when he originally catfished Jenny and he was sending her the pictures of him uh, as Michael Jones or whatever. Yeah. And he was working in a call center. Yeah. Do you think that that was like a Yahoo Boy type situation? That the call center was a Yahoo Boy situation? Uh Uh-huh. No. No, I don't. No? I don't, because I think that, you know, in America, we've outsourced so many customer service um, sections of businesses to India that I, I, I would be willing to bet that he was either A, a customer service representative for XYZ company, or he was doing, like, cold calling marketing. But most of the time when they do cold calling marketing, they use an American voice. Yeah. So I think he was probably just, like, working as a customer service rep. I think that he was... Amazing customer service with people in India, and I think that they do an amazing job, and they definitely don't get paid enough money. Uh, I wish I could remember the name of the guy that I worked with with Hulu, but, like, I had had an issue with Hulu, and this dude was just, like, on top of it, and he was so funny and so (laughs) nice that I was just, like... I need to make sure that I can give you whatever kind of five-star review I can. Yeah. They get the shit done. Immigrants, we get the job done. Hashtag Hamilton. <laughs> well, I honestly think that he was originally scamming her, whether it was in a call center Yahoo Boy situation or not. But I think that the original idea was to scam her. And then he started to have actual feelings for her, which is why he revealed who he really was. And then they created a real romance. Yeah. I agree. Do you think he was a scammer? I mean, was he a scammer in that he was catfishing her? Yeah. No, I think he was, this was like a scam, like a, this was a, like a Williams situation. I don't like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see a lot of like Indian men scamming to come to america i don't know yeah especially because he was never really like trying to come to america it didn't seem like anyway um could have been just a money grab but i don't know maybe i'm totally wrong i refuse to believe it (laughs) you're entitled to your wrong opinion oh okay thank you (laughs) so i'm excited to see how things go with them and like if he actually gets the divorce papers and if they get married in india and like yeah, I love them. I think they're wonderful. I, I do. I know a lot of people think that Sumi is trash, but... Oh, I don't. I think he's a product of his raising, and he's trying to go against that, and it's really hard when you've been indoctrinated in a certain way for a really long time. When you've been forced to marry someone? Like, that's... I don't know. It's just like so many people right now are trying to unlearn, like, weird microaggressions of racism. Like, 
it's it's like an unconscious thing, which we're not going to get into that on this podcast. We are not this podcast that's going to be political. <laughs> I was just using that as an example, and I probably shouldn't have. Moving on. <laughs> well, that's it, right? Was that all the that's couples? That's all of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, so-, so overall, I'm excited about this season. I think that out of the first four couples I saw, I liked three of them. I don't love Brittany, but I'm interested in their story. But I think Brittany and what's his face absolutely are not going to make it because she has she is a child. She has no idea what's coming. I agree. Um, Kenneth and Armando, I really, really, really want them to work. But. Well, OK, wait. So if the if his daughter's mother is has passed away, why can't he come to America? Uh, because he's from Mexico. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's again, not I mean, trying to be a political podcast, but no, I'm just you can saying, still like, come from Mexico. It's very difficult for a person from Mexico to immigrate successfully to America. Okay. Um, well, so do we want to touch on the other couples that are going to be announced this season or do we just want to wait? Oh, I don't know who they are, so... Well, I've got the the article that was pulled up. So we're going to have Tim from Texas and Melissa from Columbia, who met in a bar. And we've got Devin and Jihoon, who are coming back for a second season. Uh, I definitely don't think they're going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's it. Even though I love them. I love them. I mean, uh, I have feelings. I love them. I think he's really funny, and they have a great relationship. Like, uh, they have fun together, but I think he's another, like, man-child situation. He is a giant man-boy. He reminds me a lot of Esuelu. Um But... Yeah, I true. think Esuelu at least wants to learn to, like, I not think be Esuelu a man-boy. Ex- like, works, though. <laughs> yeah, like, Esuelu at least tries. I think Jihoon is just kind of, like, resting on being carried by his parents, and now Devin, and I think it's going to work out very poorly in his favor and i wouldn't be surprised if devin moves back to america and like he never sees his kids again well i think ariella so ariella and binyam i think she's gonna have a major culture shock with uh having the baby over there i think that's definitely going to be difficult and i think he's a player i think he meets girl like tourists Mm -hmm. at the bar and like has sex with them or knocks them up. I I think he's uh I think he's kind of like Jay. Yeah. So I Wait, think he's who a player. Is Taurus. What are you talking about with Taurus? Who's Taurus? Tourist. Oh, tourist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who's a Taurus? Are we getting into astrology here? Because I was not prepared no. <laughs> for this. Well, so those are our predictions. We'll have to check again after. All right. So everybody, please go into our Facebook group or leave a comment on our Instagram. We want to know what you guys think about the first four couples that we met. And if you have any predictions about any of the couples for the next episode. Yeah. So join the Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram. Resting bitch pod. Leave us a five star review. And uh, we will see you guys next week for the next recap. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.